Well, good morning. This is the Lou Rockwell Show, and what a delight to have as our guest today, Mr. Gerald Salente. Gerald's the publisher of the Trends Journal and the um, founder and director of the Trends Research Institute. By the way, the Trends Journal is quite an amazing publication. I highly recommend you, you look at it and subscribe if you uh, agree with me that it's really quite something. We can say a lot about Gerald. One thing I, I love about him is a true American patriot, and he, he owns three magnificent pre-revolutionary stone buildings on the historic corner in uh, uh, the first capital of New York, Kingston, New York. He's, made, he's not only uh, maintained them, restored them. It's quite an extraordinary place. In fact, Gerald, I had a friend who's a, a American expatriate in Austria and uh, who told me, if I had to come back to the U.S., I'd go to Kingston because I'd want to live where, where Gerald lives. Oh, uh, so I, I think uh, probably a lot of people feel like that. So, Gerald, what the heck is happening? I mean, what uh, it seems like they, the governments of the, of the West and maybe the whole world deliberately set out to destroy the economy. It's quite an astounding thing, probably the worst thing that's ever happened, worse than, than the wars. It is worse than the wars. As a matter of fact, the, the, uh, the cover of the latest Trends Journal is Freedom or Tyranny, and it's from an all-famous uh, French painting you know, during the um, French Revolution. And, but what the artist did was put you know, guys all with camouflage on and, and guns and masks on, you know, as well as, you know, as, as the, the people, you know, shooting the people. And that's what we're, we're faced with. It's, it's freedom or tyranny, and tyranny is taking over. When this broke out, Lou, uh, we wrote, we had all the quotes. They called it the COVID war, the COVID war. We're fighting the mm -hmm. COVID war. We're fighting the COVID war. And just as the people hired Hitler and marched to Mussolini and saluted Stalin, everybody obediently marched off to the COVID war. The facts didn't matter, just like the facts didn't matter with the uh, Iraq war or the any of the wars. And one of our other Trends Journal covers was Dumb Enough to Believe Bush's Wars. And the artist <laughs> Anthony Frieda did a, a George Bush of uh, lo looking like uh, the guy from Mad Magazine. And <laughs> and uh, dumb enough to believe the Bush's wars, dumb enough to believe the COVID war. And people are, are, are doing it. They're just following these orders. And, and again, you know, if you go to, out to a restaurant, well, you could, it's okay to take your mask off and eat, even if you're inside or outside. But as soon as you step up, sit, stand up, you've got to put it on. And if you're in Europe, you have to be six meters apart. But if you're in, uh, one meter apart, but if you're in America, well, it's six feet apart. And, you know, the wind stops blowing at exactly one meter in Europe and six feet in America. And when you stand up, the virus hits you. But when you're sitting down, it doesn't get you. <laughs> These are the same people, Lou, that when we were kids that had us hiding under desks in case yes. an atom oh, bomb yeah. went off. Right. And, and I remember I was scared to death. Now, I'm born in 46. You know, I, got, I was right in the height of that thing. I, and then and when we were in high school, they had us putting our hands behind our heads, standing in the hallways and standing up against the wall and telling you, if you see a flash, don't look at it. If I see a flash, by the time I blink, <laughs> I'll be dust. Yeah. Yeah. These are the same power-hungry, sick morons that had a whole nation of people and spread fear through them. The Russians are ready to drop that atom bomb, but we'll save your life by going under a desk 
by putting on your mask, by washing your hands and sanitizers, and stay socially distanced. Gerald, it's 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 quite something. I well remember uh, getting under the school desk and wondering um, uh, where the atom bomb would land. Yeah. And um, so, but, but you know what? It seems to me what's different today, and probably uh, it's not actually different. I, I just wasn't alive and aware of what was going on, uh, but. The people who are wearing the masks, the people who are believing this stuff, hate the guts of anybody who doesn't. Yep. I mean, they and they they love to turn you into the cops. There was a case yep. in California where these two ladies uh, went into a, a food store and didn't wear masks, and the manager locked them in a room and called the cops. Yeah. And so he wasn't arrested as he should have been. the la- The ladies were arrested, handcuffs behind their back, and so forth, taken off in the uh, in the squad car. And of course, the, he was—he was the manager who locked them in a room, which I think is isn't that kidnapping? Yeah, he was the hero. Yeah, and again, it's the cover of the magazine, freedom or tyranny, and and we have it. And again, the, the reason why they wear masks in China, and I know Chinese people that are laughing at Americans. The reason they wear them over there is because of the terrible pollution. You know, one of the covers that was Trends Journal when this broke out, and we, this is why I think it happened. By the way. You know, we write, it's a weekly. So we were writing about what was going on in Hong Kong back last June, a year ago. And the riots and protests were going on continually. They couldn't stop them. I used to be on Hong Kong TV a number of times. And I talked to the reporters off the air, what's going on? We're not stopping. We're fighting. We don't want to be. Then all of a sudden, this was the cover of our January 28th Trends Journal. Remember, it hit on the Lunar Chinese New Year in the middle of January. Coronavirus, mm-hmm. 106 dead in China. And our next line was 1.4 billion still alive. You know, what are you telling me 106 people died? <laughs> what they did, Lou, immediately, they locked down the Wuhan province, a couple of cities in China, and Hong Kong. Hong Kong protests are over. Finito. Finished. Then they put in those those regulations to make sure you don't hear about Hong Kong demonstrations. One of our top trends for 2020, and we do these in December of the year, so it was 2019 we sent them out. The New World Disorder. There were protests going on in Hong Kong, in France, in Lebanon, in Algeria, in in mm-hmm. in Bolivia, Peru, Colombia, Chile, in India. India had seven consecutive quarters of declining GDP growth. In 2000, in, 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 going into 2020, there were protests all over India. Lockdown. Over a million, over a million auto workers are out of work. Lockdown. All these South Africa. Lockdown. One after another, where all these protests were going on, they locked them down. They're over. They're finished. Joe, it, it's always struck me as something unusual and awful. They use a, a a word of prison slang to describe what they're doing to us. The the lockdown. Yes. <laughs> they obviously know what they're doing. Yeah. And everybody accepts it. Everybody accepts it, and around the world. I mentioned South Africa. Now, this is one of like the poorest places on the planet. I mean, it's I've, I've been to Johannesburg. You know, matter of fact, I was brought over there by uh, that big uh, diamond company to to be a keynote speaker. And it was a place I don't want to go back there. So now you have a about 59.5 million people, 59.5 million people, 12,264 deaths, March, April, May, June, July, August. 
12,200 deaths. In a place of poverty, disease, filth, pollution, poverty, and you close down the place, you locked it down. Oh, you didn't do that to stop the riots and protests. So they used it for that, and the other politicians used it because they're power-hungry freaks. Someone that runs for office, you look it up, Google and de- I tell people Google in the definition, definition of politician and Google. Someone that runs a political office, blah, blah, blah. A person that's manipulative and devious, typically to gain advancement within an organization. And that's it. And the people are following. Again, we're wearing masks, but you know, that those third world nations like Finland and Norway and Sweden and Denmark and the Netherlands, they're not wearing masks. I being facetious with third world, these are very advanced people. They're not wearing masks. And then you look at the data as we put in the church journal, only the hard data, the masks that most people are wearing are not effective. And then I say to people, if you're wearing a mask and you think it's effective, why are you bothering me when I don't wear a mask? It's astounding. And of course, if you do have a, put a mask on that is effective, it's very difficult to breathe. I mean, it's if you're walking fast or something, it's, I, I can't do it. I can't, and I won't, and I don't. I hardly go out anymore. And I'm, so, I'm so sad. And again, you, you, what you said, there are also the studies about wearing masks and how they affect your health. And they're not good for you. You're brilliant breathing in carbon dioxide. We, one of our Trends Journal covers, we had the baby Jesus in the, in the manger with a mask on. We had a Buddha on a lotus blossom with a mask on. And, and, and uh, Moses coming down with Ten Commandments with a mask on. You know, I mean, to, to show you how ridiculous this is. And everybody's doing it. And again, the reason they wear them in these other countries, I was in Nepal, I, I mean, Kathmandu, about two years ago. Yeah, I call it cat man don't. I, yeah, I wore a mask. The filth in the air, the mm. dust, you had to wear a mask. People walk down empty streets with masks on. People driving cars around here with masks on. <laughs> here in Auburn, we see a lot of people driving by themselves in a car wearing a mask. Yeah. It's insanity. And here's the deal. As long as they keep this fear spreading and these masks wearing, the economy's going down faster and harder, harder and faster. You look at Wall Street. Wall Street and Main Street, there are no connections at all. I, 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 I was just talking. There's a front-page story of um, the Wall Street Journal on Monday. was about how you know the stock markets are going up. And then you open it up, and on page three, it was about how the rate of people that are going to food banks is skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. There's no relationship between the two places. So what they've done, you go to Yelp or any of the ones that you're putting out data, oh, they're saying only 60% of the restaurants won't reopen. The hospitality business is dead. Oh, the casino business, I think the Wynn was on, Wynn's casino, they're only down 98%. Oh, what, wow. what is air travel down between 75, 85%? Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and, and the rest. Oh, you know those things they used to call trade shows and conventions? Oh, they don't have those anymore. And all these artists and craftspeople they used to go to fairs, state fairs, and all these different fairs to sell. Their, they, well, they're not selling anything, but they're fine. Everything's fine because Wall Street's going up. And to me, they're pumping up Wall Street as everybody that listens to your show and knows. Everyone knows that the Federal Reserve is artificially propping it up. Because when the people that wear masks, that are, that are afraid, that believe the government, 
they don't know they they're afraid to admit how bad things are but when that market crashes then the unaware will be aware of how bad it really is and i believe the markets are going to have the big downturn when fall comes because people still are in a summer state of mind do you think they want to have that happen at that point to make sure trump is defeated no, they, they they don't want to lose money anyway, anyhow. You know, these are these are gamblers. They don't want it to go down. They'll do anything they can to prop it up. And uh, so, as as much as they can't stand Trump, you know, he's he plays the game too. You know, remember the tax breaks he gave? Them? Yes, of course he does. You know, yeah. what was according to the Tax Policy Center, eighty two. 84%, 82% went to the 1%. Oh, by the way, did you see the latest study where, where 12 billionaires in America, their, their, uh, their billions increased by a trillion dollars among the 12? Yes. Yeah. So they, they, you know, it's, it, it, all they want to do is keep my, making money. These are money junkies. And all the Fed does is pump in monetary methadone to keep the junkies going. But it's going to be a point when the reality hits. And the reality is some point everybody knows it's going to hit. They keep making up new games and schemes to try to pump them up, buying up corporate debt, mm -hmm. corporate junk bonds. <laughs> oh, America, America, the land of the free. Yeah. How about, how about socialism for the rich? It's, it's quite something. And uh, do you feel that there, there are food shortages ahead? There seem to be some beginning aspects of that. Yes, and one of you know one of the terms I came up with like back in the seventies and uh, eighty the eighties they they called it stagflation seventies and eighties mm -hmm. you know the, the the economy was flat and inflation was going up I call this dragflation the economy is going to go way lower and inflation is going to go higher for two reasons reason number one is that currencies around the world including the dollar they're all going to lose their real values. So it's going to cost you more to buy things because the currencies are going to be worth less. Mm -hmm. Number two, to answer your question, shortages. There's a supply chain shortage going on right now. We're doing construction up here. We can't get pressure-treated wood. We can't get different electrical equipment. We can't, get th we can't get this. We can't get that. We can't get this. You go into the store, shelves are empty. Wow. We are in the USSA, the United Soviet States of America. We're in the Soviet Union in the 1970s, 1960s, you are not allowed to you are not allowed to do anything your governor tells you not to do, and I will report you if you don't. And the shelves are empty. Yeah. So that's going to bring inflation up higher because there's going to be a shortage of product, and that's why gold prices, even though they've been you know up and down, down a little bit, the long term for silver and gold, as as I see it, you're going to see gold. You know, three, four thousand dollars, and silver, I believe, is going to escalate at a much greater percentage. And again, we've called the numbers perfectly in the in the increases. Last June, we had our gold bull run on June sixth. Gold was one thousand three hundred thirty-two dollars an ounce, and that was with you know, it's in the mid nineteen hundreds to two thousands. And and in June, we said silver was going to spike, and it was seventeen fifty an ounce, and now it's around twenty-eight dollars an ounce. So this is going to – every, 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 every government around the world, the central banks are pumping in all this digital cash backed by nothing and printed on nothing. The beginning of the year, remember, 
oh, we might have a trillion dollar trade, a trillion dollar deficit <laughs> in America. And now what is it going to be four trillion? It's really astounding. And uh, I think you're absolutely right. There's going to be a lot of inflation. We're going to be in a worse Great Depression in the, than in the 1930s. I saw a, a businessman in Shasta, California, t trying to talk to the the, uh, the county rulers and saying that, you know, people are starving. They're beginning to starve. And there's going to be a revolution unless you people do something about it and, and get rid of all these mandates. And the, and the politicians all said, well, we're not putting these mandates on. We're just enforcing what the governor wants. Well, uh, how come the governor has power to tell the county what to do? I mean, it's really an extraordinary situation. These governors all turn out to be uh, Hitlers and... Um, so do the mayors. I guess for somebody who's, who's an uh, anarcho-capitalist like I am, I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was surprised at just how vicious, how monstrous uh, these politicians are and how they just are rubbing their hands in glee at ordering everybody around. They just love it, even though they, they must know, if they have a brain, that they're doing horrendous damage to children, to adults, to old people. If you're uh, Mario, if you're Cuomo, not Mario, the son, uh, saw the most recent estimate he killed 11,000 old people uh, by putting COVID patients into nursing homes, forcing nursing homes to take them. Uh, he should be, of course, he's a murderer. He should be in prison. But instead of being uh, fated at the Democratic Convention, what a monster. Oh, yeah. Now, again, a little boy born on third base, like his brother Chris on CNN, and thought they hit a home run. They'd be <laughs> nobody if daddy wasn't Mario, yeah. and they got this attitude. Again, this is this little clown boy that they had in the Democratic Convention showing how the cases have gone down in New York. And everybody loves him. His popularity is going way up. Yeah, they only had 30, about 33,000 deaths in, America, in, in New York. 33,000 out of a population of 19.5 million people. All right? Now, now, as you mentioned, not only did he put sick people taking them out of out of hospitals and putting them in nursing homes they're also not counting the people that were in nursing homes that went into the hospital that died of covid they're not counted as coming from nursing homes so the number of deaths from nursing homes is much higher and on average in the united states it's anywhere between if you go to the kaiser foundation and even at the lowest rate it's 43 percent it's more like 50% because the number of states have not reported, and the CDC did not require them to report until May. And most of the deaths were between March and April. Anyway, 43%. Wow. What are you closing down the country for? When, when, and who else is dying? Oh, the people that are obese. Oh, yeah, that's a fact. America, 42% obesity rate. Yeah. So now going back to New York... Everybody's bragging about this clown, but Florida, oh, that guy in Florida, he, he opened that place up. 20 more cases, <laughs> a thousand more cases. Okay, so I'm not good at math. I failed algebra, even had to take it over again. But New York has 33,000 with 19.5 million people. Florida has essentially 10,000 people, 9,933 dead. So New York has three times the amount of dead people from the disease, from the virus, and Florida's population is two million more than America, 
And isn't Andy Cuomo, uh, Mario, Andy Cuomo, Mario Cuomo, Greenberg, Iceberg, what's the difference? <laughs> isn't he great? Isn't he wonderful? I love him. I love him. And the media keeps pumping him up. Of course, they never talk about how many people die in a normal year in this country. Yeah. How many people die of, of the flu? How many people die of other diseases? They only talk about the COVID deaths. Uh, and I, my guess is those are phoning up in, in some ways as well. I don't think there are actually that many people, except these nursing home people, of course, were, were all real deaths, tragically. And of course, we were told in the beginning, we, you people have to be locked down for the sake of the elderly because they're vulnerable. And so the whole country has to be locked down. Of course, then they kill most of the elderly. So it's, it's a typical government maneuver. As you say, it's just like Hitler or Stalin or Mussolini or any of these people. And it shows you when people say, how can they follow these dictators? You know, I, the reason I bought those three buildings is I was looking to leave the country in 2010. I've been around a lot of places around the world. And we were opening the magazine up in Germany, and I had never been in Berlin. And they, you know, I landed, and they, and they drove me around. This was East Berlin. This is 2012. Mm-hmm. And... and and everywhere I'm looking, you know, there's parks, buildings aren't over 16 stories tall. The place is beautiful. And then I'm, I'm having, we're sitting outside, having a beer, and I'm looking across the street, and I see a beautiful German building, maybe 1800s, and at the same height, all new construction. And everywhere I looked, I, I remember the same thing. I'd see these beautiful buildings in all new construction. And I'm thinking to myself, in the 1930s, the Germans were the height of Western civilization, culturally scientifically, philosophically. How can they let a freak like Hitler destroy what they had? The war was going to come to an end. Why didn't the people stop it before everything was destroyed? You were losing. You didn't have to have it destroyed like this. And I'm, you know, Italian heritage. And I'm thinking, and they did the same thing with Mussolini. You know, Da Vinci, Puccini, Michelangelo. How can they let a clown like that? And I came back on, on, I left on April, April 17th, 2012, to go to Germany. I came back 10 days later, and there's a for sale sign on the Franz, Franz Rogan House, 1750 on the Four Corners, 1750s building. Wow. I called, I called the agent in on April 27th, April 30th. I got back on the 27th. I took possession of the building June 1st. And I bought these other three buildings because I realized you can't run away. There are two-bit freaks everywhere. This is my country. Love it or leave it? No, you leave it. I'm only me. I'm only me because I'm a Monopolitano born in the Bronx, born to be free, born to be me. If I was born in Italy, I'd be trapped into that culture and that system. I'm me because I was born to be a free American. And that free America is gone now. Freedom or tyranny. And that's what we have. My father may rest in peace when I repeat things as a kid. He'd say to me in Italian, Papagallo, parrot, stop repeating what everybody else is saying and think for yourself. No, you are not allowed to think for yourself. I am your leader. I am your governor. I am your mayor. I will tell you what to do. Heil Hitler. And every German that I've met, young and old, they're still ashamed of themselves. For not fighting back. Well, yeah, and I, I, uh, I'm sure the Russians feel the same. 
And I, I, I'd like to think that the people of the world are going to feel the same, but they've really got us by the throat with this whole uh, pandemic, plandemic, uh, phony baloney business of just frightening the heck out of everybody that if they go closer than six feet, they don't wear a mask and so forth, they're going to die. And they're going to put them on a ventilator and because that will kill them. Yep. It's, um, <laughs> we all want to stay out of the hospital, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and there's a denial of death. Everybody dies, you know, and the people that are dying. <laughs> yeah, I just got off the air, did this thing out of, out of, out of Canada. And they're going on with it. I said, okay. I said, now you correct me if I'm wrong. I believe 80% of the people that have died in Canada so far were from elder care homes. Well, yes. Well, well, do I have to go any further? And who else are dying? Why are they dying in America? Oh, after elder care homes, obesity, type 2 diabetes. And we're number one. 42% of Americans are obese. 42%, 70% overweight. You think you're going to die if you get sick? You're going to die anyway with that kind of, what you're doing to yourself. The numbers are there. And I I first noted this among liberals. Um, It seemed like to them, death shouldn't happen. If somebody died, they're very anxious to find out how did that person die? What what did they die of? Uh, Because really, it's a surprise that anybody dies. And uh, apparently, these these, uh, monsters in the tech industries are putting a lot of money into research alleged to uh, uh, make us live forever or make them live forever. Oh, and I it's, uh, I don't think that's actually something one would want to do. Unless you're one of them. You know, the King James Bible got it wrong. They said the meek shall inherit the earth. The geeks have inherited the earth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at them. You want to, oh, you want to, you want to live forever and look like uh, Zuckerberg? Oh, no, maybe, maybe Tim Cook's your kind of guy. I mean, look at these people. It's a freak show right in front of our eyes. And I mentioned Canada. Remember, this is March, April, May, June, July, August. They have 37.785 million people. They've had the grand total of 9,046 deaths in six months. And 80% of them from nursing homes. And places still locked out. So going back, will inflation go up? Yep, because there's going to be a real shortage of product, and currencies are going to keep diving. So I believe gold and silver are the two, and I don't give financial advice, and as you well know, we have no advertisers, so I'm not promoting anybody. Um, and and people, these, these currencies aren't going to be worth anything. They're going to come out with a new one, by the way. It's all going to be digital, digital currencies. And they're gonna. That's the way they're gonna try to save it. They're gonna do away like with the dollar, the yen, the yuan, and on and on. And they'll come up with new names for them, and and they'll uh, devalue everything. Gerald, I never thought I'd see the day when I would re- regret the loss of paper money, but of course I think they're gonna, as, as you say, they're gonna have something worse. Oh yeah, and then they'll know every penny that you spent. You asked why they don't care before. Well, what makes them do that? They they don't care. They want to know every penny we spend so they can get their money in taxes. These are people that never worked a day in their lives. They've been sucking off the public tit their whole lives. The politicians. You remember, remember when we were kids, they had those old movies, you know, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. And after he went to Washington, he went back on the farm. These people go to Washington when they're young and they never leave. They want to know, every, they don't care about us. They get their money in the name of taxes. And by the way, 
there has never been a better time now for a third party movement in my lifetime. And as you may know, you know, my book trend tracking in 1989, I called Ross Perot as, as the potential candidate. Mm -hmm. And the, there's two major platforms right here, taxes and anti-vaccination. You heard that in, in, in um, Australia, they announced that the prime minister said that everyone will be mandated to get injected. Yes. Now, what are we looking at? We're looking at Australia, a country of 25.5 million people. March, April, May, June, July, August, 444 deaths. And so what do you... What do you 444 people died in six months. What the hell are you telling me anything for? If that was my, if I was if I was running the show and the health minister came in and said, you know, Mr. Salenti, we really have a problem here. 444 people died in six months. I said, get the hell out of here. What you I, got, I got work to do. But they locked down. They just locked down Melbourne again. And the cops are um, like the Gestapo yep. or like the KGB. Yep. Quite quite. An, have they always been like that? Are they uh, picking them like that? Or are they just uh, Going along with the flow, I mean, it, but it certainly is horrible to, to see some of the videos and the way the way they uh, treat ladies, for example, who aren't wearing masks. I saw it. It's just, uh, it's, yeah. And and, and 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 then the people, the people have become the Stasi. They, the people rat you out. The people rat you out. They're having a party next to it. Look, I had the Occupy Peace and Unite for Freedom party here on the Fourth of July. I on the air, I said many times, oh, different. Little Andy Cuomo, come and try to stop me from having it. <laughs> come here. No, no, don't bring your little goons. You come and try to stop me. And we had it. Judge Napolitano was here. He was great. And we invited Black Lives Matter because it was Unite for Peace and to Restore Freedom. Do you know they wouldn't come? Of course they wouldn't. And you, you know why? Because we had somebody from Fox, and I've been on Alex Jones. <laughs> How about that for cowards? So I made it clear to the authorities, if you, every Wednesday, you allow Black Lives Matter protests, you mean to me I'm not allowed to have a 4th of July yeah. independence rally? Yes, that's right. Come and lock me down. <laughs> and I had it. So the next day in the papers, the Daily Freeman, big story. Everybody was against me. You know why? The virus would spread. The <laughs> virus would spread. Ulster County, where I am, at that time there were 88 deaths. This is 4th of July. 88 deaths out of a population of 175,000 people. 22 of them came from one nursing home, the rest from the other nursing mm. homes. Do you know how high the virus spiked after our rally? It went down. Yeah. And nobody there got the virus. I was there. 90% of the people didn't have masks. We had masks, sanitizers, so anybody that wanted them. I didn't die. All, the, all my staff didn't die. All the other people around didn't die. Nobody got sick. This is, it's, 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 it's infecting people that have pre-existing chronic conditions, and the numbers add up to nothing. 57, 58, again, 10, 11, 12 years old. I don't remember it at all. They had that thing called the Asian flu. One million people died. Three billion people on the planet back then. Now we have 740,000 dead, 7.8 billion people on the planet. So right now we should have about 2.6 million people dead. 
instead of 740,000 if it was deadly as the Asian flu. Mm-hmm. And right. they didn't lock down anything, and nobody even knew about it. No, I, I remember. Just like the Hong Kong flu. Yeah. We had, we, it was, you know, Woodstock days. Nobody knew. And how come there weren't massive deaths at Woodstock? Yeah, I know. Because, yeah. And, oh, you know why? Take a look at the pictures from Woodstock and look at the shape of the people. They're all very slim. Exactly. Slim and young, yes. And now it's type 2 diabetes. There was no such thing. We're young kids when we were growing up, you know, maybe a couple of heavy kids in class, but it wasn't, it wasn't universal. And it is 42% of Americans are obese. 42%. One of our covers of the Trends Journal, junk news, junk food, junk brains. That's it. it that, that's it. So why are people believing? They eat junk food. They watch junk news. They have junk brains. It all adds up. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's pathetic. It's it's sad. I guess America doesn't really exist anymore, and it certainly, as things continue, certainly won't exist in any of the sense that it used to. And it doesn't even seem to be controversial, Gerald. I mean, it's except yeah. among people like us. Well, well, the war on terror wasn't controversial either, except no. with people like us. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and just how they robbed us of all our liberty and freedom following nine eleven. They're going to triple it up from now on. And the people follow. Again, dumb enough to believe Bush's wars, dumb enough to believe the COVID war. His popularity rating went up near 90%. 90%. How could anybody <laughs> believe that? Another little boy born on third base and thought he had a home run. How could anybody believe that stupid, moronic piece of crap? Oh, and you know what the big news now is? Colin Powell is supporting Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. Colin Powell, you know what goes down the colon. Crap goes down the colon. This is the <laughs> same guy that should be brought up on murder charges for showing us his little colon of crap, saying he had proof that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction yes. Yes. and ties to al-Qaeda. Hey, that colon murderer Powell. And he knew he was lying when he said he, it. Yeah, of course. I'm telling you, Lou, there's never been a better time for a third party. A third of the people, a third of the people like that, if the party was run right and the money was behind it. I began my career, you know, running political campaigns in Westchester County. Yes. And designed and instructed American politics and campaign technology at St. John's University. I know this business pretty well. The reason I got in there so quick and went so fast and high is because the people that get involved in this are really dumb and low. They get into it to, to, so they could, you know, they, 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 so they don't want to find a job and they want to get, you know, suck up to somebody and move higher. I did it because I got out of college. I didn't want to do anything. And my mother may have so rest in peace. I was a bartender down at a, a bar in the city out of graduate school. And my mother suddenly died. And I had two younger sisters living up in Yonkers. So I went back there to be with my sisters and try to take care of them. That's why I got involved with the political thing. You know, I didn't want to, I just got, got out of graduate school. I didn't want to work at all. I wanted to go out and party for a while. And uh, so that's how I got into the political thing. When I got there, I got up really high because I was raised to be a smart young guy and, and I had wonderful parents that taught me. But the people that are running these political campaigns, they're dumber than crap. They're suck-ups and brown-nosers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've known some of them. I, I agree with you. Yeah, so you know. And with yeah. attitudes besides, you know, when they're not around their boss, that they bend down and take it up to you-know-what anytime, anywhere. 
So what I'm saying is there's never been a time better. And if we don't unite now for liberty, love, joy, and beauty, and peace, we are going to live hell on earth. And, and you, you, the people that go to your site, the people that you support, the, the people that follow the libertarian movement in the truest sense, beyond the word, but in the heart, the soul, and the truth of the American spirit, we shall overcome. Well, Gerald, I'm delighted to hear you say that, and because uh, we, uh, there's always hope, theologically and, and otherwise. So it's important not to, not to be depressed, not to feel that everything's over and forget it. Um, we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our families, to our children, grandchildren. We owe it never to give up. And uh, the people we're facing are, are uh, a pretty astounding gang of bad guys. Uh, but that doesn't mean that they're going to win if, unless we just lay down and let them. That's right. You have to fight. You have to fight. And I'm a warrior for the Prince of Peace. You know, I don't, I'm not a violent guy. I'm not a pacifist. You know, I won't touch anybody that doesn't try to harm me. But if you try to harm me, I'll kill you. <laughs> and I, yeah, because I'm not going to die because you want to kill me. And I don't want to die. And I'm not saying I, I no violence. This has to be a peaceful movement. But it, 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 we owe it to ourselves. My definition of hell, you said we owe it to ourselves, our children, our grandchildren. To me, my definition of hell is knowing that you weren't the person you said you were or could have been. And you better be the person you say you are now because it's over if we keep letting this happen. It's in front of our eyes. We have lost our liberty and freedom and tyranny has taken over. But we don't have to, we don't have to accept it. Nope. And uh, who knows what the future holds, but... Uh, we don't have to just let them roll over us. And Gerald, uh, you're such an important leader in this fight. Just great to have you on the show. I want to recommend to everybody the Trends Journal. We'll have a link to it uh, with, with this podcast. Gerald Salini, you're a great man. You're a great American. I'm hesitant to say that because that's what uh, Sean Hannity, the creep, always says. So you're, you're a real great American. And um, it's an honor to talk to you. It's an honor to uh, be on your side. And thanks so much for coming on the show today. Well, thank you. And it's a real honor to be on with you and all that you do and have done and continue to do. Thank you so much. And, and again, we're, we're all in this for the same reason. Liberty, love, joy, and beauty, the true American way for us to be free. Gerald, darn right. And thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, thanks so much for listening to The Lou Rockwell Show today. Take a look at all the podcasts. There have been hundreds of them. There's a link on the LRC front page. Thank you.